question as old as time itself. Uh, if you had to pick, would you rather go bowling or mini golfing? Uh, I hate bowling, mini golfing. Mm, why do you hate bowling? It's just not fun for me. Probably because I'm really bad at it. Sure. And like you know, I it, it's just not fun. I don't know why. And like I think maybe it's like stems from the fact that my parents were like really good at it and they were like really competitive with it. Okay, sure. So like it, it's like you know it's like the dad dunking on their kids. Yeah. So like yeah. when mom and dad are sitting there with their own bowling shoes and their own bowling balls that they bring from the attic, and then oh, like, you said you're, shoes. You're, I thought you said stews, and I was like, oh. what's a bowling stew? Well, like, I mean, that's how advanced they were. They're just bringing <laughs> yes. up all this terminology. I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, and then you get there, and you're like, you know, you, for whatever reason, the weighted ball that you can pick is like the the exceptionally bright pink one, and then you're just like sitting there with the bumpers on, and then yeah. your parents are going, and like not even, they don't even need the bumpers. So they switch off when they bowl, but when you bowl, little ABC bumpers come off. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, so probably that is the reason why I don't like it. <laughs> gotcha. So I, okay, I guess follow up question: Is it that so mini golfing is the is the choice for you? Is that because you like mini golfing, or you just don't like bowling that much? Uh, so my parents were also really good at mini golfing. So oh, they'd bring their friend- <laughs> no, uh, no, I really hate bowling. I mean, mini golf is fun. Like I feel like it's like one of those things that no matter your skill level, you still have a chance to get a hole in one yes. at mini golf. Like you always have that chance. Um, and, uh, I think it's fun, but it's the same problem with actual golfing. Like it can get frustrating real quick. Like suddenly what should have been a two par hole suddenly becomes a 15 par hole and then just messes everything up. I guess it, for me, so like I, my answer is mini golf. Um, but it's not cause I don't like bowling. Like Mm -hmm. I, bowling is fine. Um, (laughs) bowling is like, it's fine. I, I, I. I will go bowling if people want to go bowling. You know what I mean? Uh, but for me, mini golfing is fun because, like, I never want to take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I think if you go with someone who is, like, really obsessed with keeping score, like, I can understand why you might want to do that. Um, but for me, it's just like, well, we're probably just going to hit this. In. Like, it, it is more fun if you are not, like... Yeah, if you're trying to do silly stuff with it. Yeah, and, and take it as seriously as the idea of mini-golfing is, you know? Yeah. Um, now, let me nope. tell you, the one thing that ruins a good game of mini-golf... Rainy day? Um, no, no I, would, I would do it in the rain. It's the people. Like, it, that either the ones that rush your group... Yeah. ...or the ones that you that have to rush. Yes. Like, unless you get that perfect group and, like, no one's there, that perfect time. That's why a rainy day is probably better for mini golf. Yeah, that's actually true. That's actually you know? not Who's a bad Who's going to be there? Me. You. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I think that can ruin it because you just want to, like, you know, take your time and have fun. But if someone's, like, tapping their foot behind you and they're not, and you see them golfing and they're, like, you know, trying to be, like, awesome with it. Good and at it. Whole, yeah. They sink it. They sink it. They sink it. And then it's you, like, sitting there, like, just going around the hole, like, 15 times. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is fair. Um... I did, uh, there's like an indoor mini golfing place around here that's like wacky with it. Um, it's, it's kind of fun and interesting. Um, listener, I want to know what you prefer <laughs> bowling or mini golfing. I didn't mean for this to tie into one of the games that I've been playing this week, <laughs> which is switch sports. Uh, but it sort of did let us know on Twitter at HitboxPod or send us an email at hitboxofficialpodcast at gmail.com. Justin, that's the end of the intro. It's hitbox. <laughs> What's in the fucking box?
What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Hitbox, episode number 90. We're doing it, man. In 10 weeks, in 10, just 10 short weeks, Justin, we're going to be at episode 100. Wow. I got all sorts of special stuff planned. I don't. Oh, I don't. Okay. But yeah, I'll, we, I'll, we should do something. We'll, come, we'll come up with something. Yeah, yes, we'll, get, we'll get a celebrity on. on. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have okay. RG make some okay. mouth sounds. Okay, 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 okay. Who is the most famous person we could get on this podcast? Just like off off the cuff, if you could think, who's the most famous person? Um, who who do you got? I mean, it's not like the, the good answer. Uh, John Hansen. I was thinking local, John Hansen, local as well. celebrity, uh, WGN, uh, Blackhawks uh, uh, backup announcer yeah. uh, slash uh, ga- home game personality. I mean, he's a radio personality, so I think he'd fit right in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He he'd have some good mic etiquette. Uh. Yeah. yeah that's probably his. Famous, yeah, like the, a famous, famous person. Um, I'm sure someone knows someone in my family that I could. I think I could get Hannibal Burris. Oh, <laughs> I'm lying. I could. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, speaking of John Hansen, he did a video about Downers Grove. Like it was like a hometown visit thing. So oh, like he went to like downtown Downers Grove and like showed all like the the places that you know we've been around the downtown Downers. You know. Yeah. Um, though I do have to say, and this is I'm turning it sad all of a sudden. I'm Go sorry, ahead. listener. I really miss Busy Bee Bakery. Is it not around anymore? So uh, this is why I get sad. Uh, the owner, like at the beginning of the pandemic, came down with COVID and oh, ended no. up dying. That's really sad. Yeah. So it's been like not open since then, since he initially got sick. Um, and then since passed. And we went by and I think they're looking for like, I uh, forget if it was like for, it wasn't necessarily for sale. It was like looking for new. Like management. Manage, something like that. Yeah. I mean, not to make light of this person's real death, but like, I, I think the pandemic has changed a lot of, you know, local businesses and whatever. Uh, I mean, Downer's Delight, you know, like all sorts of. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. And, and like even then, like, you know, whether it's, you know, just the financial hardships, the struggles of getting people to work or death. And in, in the case of the Busy Bee, it's like a lot of these little places that you grew up with loving. Yeah. But we're going to talk about video games. Um, Happy news. <laughs> yes, Downers Grove. Yes. Fun place to be. Uh, is, is it Downers Grove or Darien where the town motto is a nice place to live? I think it's Darien, which is like, thanks for repeating that and reminding me. Yeah. 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 So um, we're going to talk about all sorts of video games. Uh, some happy things, some less happy things. Less happy things include Yuji Naka and the whole uh, kerfuffle with Square Enix and Balan Wonder World. Uh, Wonderland. What was that game's name? Wonderland. It was okay. I almost thought of buying it. It was like eight dollars. Yeah, it's pretty cheap, man. And I was like, uh, is that the price? Uh, we're also going to be taking a look at things like uh, Sony's two-hour game demos, the conversion rates for PlayStation Plus vouchers, Final Fantasy sixteen, Overwatch two, and video game movie adaptations. Uh, there's been a lot of a lot of those recently and and some interesting developments have happened um but we're gonna get to all that and more before we do justin what have you been playing this week man so uh i'm gonna say it. the only game i've really played this week was returnal every time you log on and i'm on i'm always like what's what's that what's that fool plan return yeah. oh returnal yeah it's interesting um we played together. We did it. We did some of the co-op. We did, and the like. The one thing that was disappointing about it was we thought I was primed to play Tower of Sisyphus. Yes, and you just like co-op. this just doesn't have co-op. 
Yeah, they don't have it, which is odd because it's like set up to it. I get it's a score attack, but there's no reason why they couldn't have a co-op mode to that. Right, like a and secondary like have a separate, like, yeah, leaderboard. Yeah. Yes. Um, but we ended up playing just a, a run. And at the time, I was in the third biome trying to like get to that boss or whatever. Um, and I thought it was going to be challenging to like have two people play it with only like those single set of like unlocks. Yeah. But really, it was kind of like one of those things like, oh, you could take this. And like sometimes you play that game and there's enough like pickups that you need more slots um, to, to like. Well, like that's the whole thing, right? Like that game is so much about choosing what to pick up because usually you'll get one or two things where it's like, OK, well, I want this. I don't want that or, you know, whatever. Um, but I, I think it's kind of cool that when you have another person, it becomes more of a conversation where you're just like, do you want yeah. this? No, you want that? OK, cool. And then you just make it work. Well, I even think like I have that conversation with myself usually about like yeah, the pickups. Yeah. Like when a parasite comes up, I'm like, oh, I can say this for later. Oh, wait, I actually need that right now. I'm like, oh, God, I know this is like I, I can either use my ether to like cleanse this or I just need the health right now. I mean, like, you know, like the stuff I'm constantly doing when I'm playing that. And I think one of my favorite things about that is the like you you beat every area. You're right at the boss door and it's like, all right, I'm going to go around and make sure I have the best possible build for this boss. And like, yeah. you know, just that last run through the empty world trying to get your anything you left behind. Behind. Um, and I think there's a lot of good strategy with it. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the co-op. What about you? I, I thought it was great. Um, I mean, just as someone who loves Returnal, I think being able to do it with someone like lessens the load. You know what I mean? Because, you know, now you don't have to just do it all by yourself. And some of those tougher enemies that you run into, um, their attention is split, you know, yeah. so someone yep. can be the bait while the other person can just, you know, deal the damage. Um, so we played for about an hour and a half. And so here's here was my read on it. So we played about an hour and a half. We got to the boss. Uh, we did not fare great against it. Nah. Uh, we got through the first phase and then lost in the second phase. And to me, when we were done, I felt like you were, like, over it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, oh, we did an hour and a half and okay we're back to square one because i was like all right man i got i got another run in me i don't know if you do it was like a weekday so like yeah i am i am an old man um i do have to say like it's hard for me to just turn around and go back to it after like playing a long run too yeah Um, no that's fair and i mean we we got to a good place through the third biome and we like got like the midway point that we didn't have to do everything we did again so it would have been a quicker run to the boss so like it would have been like insurmountable to do again uh, but like I don't know, it's still that that whole thing. Like the the amount of time it would have taken for us to get back to that boss and like been properly powered up with any upgrades and having a real chance to it, um, it would have just been like so much to get to that boss again. And I know you beat it before, but that was my, my first experience with it. It would just take me so long to learn the patterns and stuff like that again. Yeah, um, and and. You know, we spend all that time doing that, and then, oh, we get sweeped immediately. You know, like, yeah. like it, it could <laughs> be like that. But my read on you was, like, I was like, oh, he's not, not mad, but, like, I think he's done with Returnal. <laughs> like, not so, in this moment, but, like, I think he's getting to the end of his time with this game. So the next day I went back, and I went through another run um, mm-hmm. of the biome uh, to get to that boss again, and I died, like, right away. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So then I do it again get to the boss like right before the boss and i do this thing i suspended my run i went to the menu i uploaded my console cloud to the the console save to the cloud went back to the game played the boss died on the third phase 
oh, and you just and retry then from there. I downloaded my clown save, and I know this is like a workaround that the one of the reasons with the I think the house mark was was hesitant to have that patch to begin with that like allowed you to suspend a run was that people could do this with the cloud saves and yeah. like kind of like scam around it. Um, but I gotta say, like that was so much more enjoyable for me in that point rather than having to go through that hour again to just yes. power up my character to have a chance at that boss um, to like go back. And I am glad I did that because it took me maybe five times of doing that boss in order to finally beat it. Mm-hmm. And the phase that got me the most was the frustrating one was the last phase. Like, and it was the whole thing that was hard about that was like the platforms would just not spawn fast enough sometimes. And then I'd like be falling in the air and then like the people would shoot at me after I was like just helpless in the air. And it was like very yeah. just like kind of like Argh! and like to get used to the the kind of rhythm of that phase um, would have been horrible to like wait an hour between each run yes, to do. Yes. <laughs> like that would have been very frustrating. But the cloud safe thing helped me a lot and it got me through that. And they do a cool like soft reset after that po- point so you're right. not doing the same thing again because then you are like biome one phase two yeah where now yeah. you so don't it, have to redo different. those ones again um but let me fucking tell you man yeah i got through biome four i beat the oh the, yeah the organ the, guy yeah the organ guy first try by the way so that's now with the four bosses i beat two of them on my first try, the first one and then the the Dang. last one. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm a good gamer because let's not count how many times it's gonna get through that second one slash the uh, the other one that I had to uh, save scum for. Um, but uh, the fifth biome can fucking go to hell. The ice one. It's it's literally it's to the point where um, even like save scumming isn't helping my enjoyment of it because yeah. like I die almost. It's, I don't even die almost every room. I die like every boss of like it's not even a boss. It's like you have to get three keys to open a door, mm-hmm. and like it's there's like these three like mega bosses at the end of each of these rooms. Are and they I, the ones that are like the the like the actual aliens yeah, that have like yeah. the sweeping sword attacks and, the, and yeah, yeah yeah. And then they put all these like area effects in the room, and they're all different from each other with what their their movement patterns are. Um, and like if you die in the middle of the run, you got to start again from yeah. the beginning. Here is something that might help you. Once you complete area four, you actually never have to return to it. Oh, yeah. It's, well, uh, area. F- Wait, what? So, I, I mean, like, this is just a gameplay spoilers, I guess. So basically, um, the upgrade you get at the end of the fourth area or the fifth area. I'm so sorry. The ice area. Oh, OK, 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 OK. Once you get uh, once you finish that area, you get like an underwater breather and um, you can skip all of that, that, all of that and just yeah. go to the the sixth and final. Yeah. Biome. So and, and like I think one of the, the misconceptions about this game is that you have to do everything again from the beginning when you die. Yeah, and that's not quite true. You just have to do like an hour loop. And the yes. loops have been different, and they continue to be different through this whole time. And they do a really good job about giving you like shortcuts to do. But the problem with the shortcuts is that if you take the shortcuts, your cuts, you're severely underpowered to like go through these areas, making the game much harder mm-hmm. to do rather than just starting from the very beginning. Um, I I still wish that. I don't think this game would be bad if you could have like an insta save. I don't think it would lessen the game. It would give it a lot more of like a Sifu feel in a way about how you would have the choice to like go back to the beginning mm, of the save yeah. and try that room again. Or 
if you want to like reset, you can go from the beginning of the whole run trying yeah. to get the better loadout in order to do it because as you get further in a run, you'd probably get weaker and weaker as you get through every room. And even if they save after every room, you can make the choice. Like I am in a point where it's too hard. I got to go back to the beginning. Like, yeah. I just think, I, I think that's why I like Sifu um, better than this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because like I felt, empowered to either start from the beginning or keep going and, and learning the, the level a little bit better. It was just a better loop for me than this one. Yeah, no, that, that I think is completely fair. Um, and, and I think I would probably agree because like I, I, I think that the like lows of starting over from scratch suck, but I think narratively they like work in tandem with the theme of the game yeah. uh, about like revisiting trauma and, and stuff like that. So on one hand, part of me is like, well, from the artistic standpoint, I think that it works quite well. But then the other part of me is like, but from it being a video yeah. game, it like is not fun to do it, it like that. It like takes me back to the like old, like just like old Mario games, right? You would like play some of those levels yeah. over and over and over again until like you could like do them with your eyes closed. But whenever you get to like a new thing, learning those patterns, it would take you like 10, 15 minutes to get back to that point every time you die to yes. try to learn those patterns. And I mean, it's an old school game mechanic that I'm just not a fan of and I never have been a fan of. And if games yeah. have remained to be like this for the rest my whole life, um, I don't know if I'd be as big of a gamer as I am now, but I mean, I am getting better at the game. I am learning. I am doing all this fun stuff. It is a fun game. I was going to say, are you enjoying it? Me off. At the end of the day, like, are you enjoying it? Um, I think right now I'm to the point where I just need to finish it, and I yeah. don't know if I'm in that enjoyment part of it. Mm-hmm. But like, every time I, you know, am annoyed by dying, I remember why I like the game when I start playing it again. Yeah, it's just like this roller coaster of ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs that. Ultimately, this is not just the gameplay loop for me that I find to be fun. But when I'm playing the loop, I have fun. Yeah, that's that that's fair. I, I so. completely agree. Speaking of loops, I and dying a lot. I finished Demon Souls. <laughs> uh, the last bosses for each um, like area, like the final boss for each area major pushovers most of them are gimmick bosses oh really yeah uh, which was uh, disappointing is maybe the wrong word because like the final uh, there is like the final final boss which um is a pathetic weakling Mm. and and it's supposed to be like that because it's like um like it's just part of the narrative yeah Yeah, Um, it's like a baby kind of yeah that whole like thing like you have to kill the baby before it becomes the monster what you know that like thought experiment. Oh like, yes, would you God, go back yes, and kill baby yes, Hitler? Yes. Yeah. Um. So you went and killed the baby. I, I see. I well, you don't really get a whole lot of choice. <laughs> um. And then uh, but but like the actual final boss of the first area, which is like the last area you have to go to, I think is is pretty excellent. Mm. Um. I liked it. I liked it a lot to the point where I, once I finished it, I was sitting there like. Wow, what do I what do I do now? <laughs> um, I was looking at it and I was like, like the platinum's not terrible. <laughs> and when I revisited older areas to try and like you know gain some levels and and do sorts of some stuff, like you sweep through it pretty hard when you're at those higher levels. Yeah, and you're just like a pro at it too. And and then oh hey thanks. And then uh, new game plus started, 
and everything is level, like is scaled to your level. <laughs> I was ah. like, oh, no, I'm not going to do I'm, Yeah. I'm would you, do would you have to, what's the hard one that stopped you from wanting to do it? Was it playing it again on New Game Plus or? Uh, I mean, you have to like collect all of these. Like you have to do a bunch of the uh, character missions. Like there are these little like side quests that happen um, that you can miss. You have to get all of these um, spells. You have to get every every single spell, I think, uh, every single ring. And then some bosses you have to beat in interesting ways. So, for example, the Tower Knight, which is like in all the trailers, which is just a big knight with a big shield. Tower shield, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there are uh, archers like across or like people with crossbows like across the like the walls of the actual arena that you can go up and kill individually, um, which, you know, makes it a lot easier. So you don't have to worry about dodging crossbow bolts at the same yeah, time yeah. of taking on the boss. Um you get like a trophy for killing the boss without killing any of the archers and stuff like that. So essentially there, even though you can do the new game plus there are like technically missable trophies in a playthrough. That there are many missable of, trophies. Like you have to like go back. No, come up with that plan and do it. So you could do it in one run, but it would take a lot of planning. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so I, I figured like if I could just sweep through all of these things, like I did when I revisited those older areas, like, Oh, no problem at all. But then when I realized like, Oh no, it all scales. Uh, it's like, eh, not, not, not going to do that. Uh, so I moved on and I downloaded bloodborne. You've done it. Uh, popular demand. People on Twitter are like, you gotta play bloodborne, man. Yeah. You've been like, like you gotta play you bloodborne, specifically. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the one souls game I beat. Can I, I mean, say, I mean, bo- bloodborne souls born. Soulsborne game from soft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't. It's okay. <laughs> I think it's okay. Uh, how far did you get? Where are you at? So, I guess it's tough to say because, like, I don't like. It's so winding, and I don't know if I'm going in the right direction. You know, it's so it's so, so maze like. Um, I beat a boss that turned it into nighttime. Um, oh, you're pretty far. <laughs> am I? Like you, you beat. Okay, so did you like jump in a pool and like beat like the spider thing? No. <laughs> oh. Where is that? So no, so no, you've not got okay. as far as I thought. Okay. Uh, was was it the werewolf guy? There was like a lady. She was like a regular lady, and she was like clutching this coin, and then she turned into a giant werewolf. Was it a lady? There was a lady, and she turned into like a big white werewolf. I haven't played this in a while. Yeah, I don't. Bloodborne <laughs> boss turns. Her name, she had like into night. Ava or Arva Avir. Bloodborne of Ave Maria. No. Vigor Amelia. What the Vigor Amelia? Vic, Vic, that's the that's the. That's the dog with the like. Vicar Amelia. Yes. Yeah, the long the long hair. Yeah, so that that is like a, what's my jigger a. One of the tougher bosses, I think. Oh, is it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I'm just, I, again, I'm just bad at the game. <laughs> I like. I, I think it's okay. Um, to be completely honest with you, I don't like. I, I appreciate that there is no shield. Like, it it just means that I have to change up the way that I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just don't. I've not found. Um, it's not like clicked with me yet necessarily in a way that makes me go like oh this is really fun because i find like i just have the same strategy for taking care of every single enemy which is just slash 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 back off shoot them with a gun when they're in the middle of attack slash 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 um which i think is just like the way you play it and there's nothing wrong with that uh but I, it just is not 
grabbing me in the way that like I don't know like a game like Elden Ring is so you you can take so many different um, approaches or even like Demon Souls um, while I did stick pretty much with sword and a shield um, I still think there are a lot of different ways to go about like okay well I'm gonna parry the bot th- this enemy take him down in one hit and then I'll be like able to to do different things for for different enemies so uh, I am liking it but I, I think it is not as good as I thought it would be interesting i think um like the so i'm looking at the list of bosses and you're only three in of the of the whole game uh and there's i've beaten a few bosses actually let me see uh bloodborne boss i'll I'll, I'll share the list real quick uh is this just like the bloodborne wiki yeah yeah let's take a look um but like are you using the same weapon constantly like what are you using i've not found any new weapons I'm just using the weapon that I have from the beginning. So that's one thing about this game. There are very, there are much uh, less options to choose uh, from from weapons. So there's fewer to like choose from. So it is a little. It's not as like widespread. I would think as any of the other Souls games really. But the weapons all themselves are very different from each other with the play style. Yeah. Um. Like they're iterative enough to like make it different. But I mean, saying all of that, I beat it with the axe. The whole game with axe. <laughs> is the big starting axe? Yeah. Gotcha. I, so I picked, I didn't pick the, so like there's like the big axe, there's the cane, and then there's like one in the middle. I picked the one in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, and for, re, so I've beaten the cleric beast, father, guess, gun, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Uh, Vicar Amelia, the blood starved beast, the witch of Hemwick. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, you got far. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, deep into it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I'll be interested to see when you get to Bergenworth um, if that kind of changes like your thought of it a little bit um, gotcha. when the second half of the game really begins. So once you beat this boss, Rom, uh, that's like kind of like a, a turning point in it where some of the story stuff starts making sense and it gets a little bit weirder. Um, but um, I, I, are you still liking enough that you think you'll keep playing it? I'll probably finish it uh, just yeah. for the sake of like having done it. Although playing it like, okay, Everyone on Twitter is like, we need Bloodborne on PC or PS or a PS5 upgrade for it. And I've always sort of been like, I mean, it's pr- it's probably fine. Yo, that game is a hard 30 frames per second, like capped. And I get it. And, and you wish that game was not. You definitely wish that that would run a little bit smoother. Because um, I, I, I do think it is noticeable. So like part of me is like, well... Everyone seems to think that there is going to be a uh, like PS5 upgrade for this or some sort of re-release for this. Um, so part of me is like, well, should I just wait until that happens? You know, like cut my losses while I'm still relatively early on. Um, but I probably am not going to do that. I th- I'm <laughs> probably just going to stick with this. So I think I wonder, like the old games are old effect of this um, mm-hmm. kind of going back from playing both Demon Souls, which is 60 and playing um, uh, Elden Ring, which mostly was at 60. Right. Yeah. Like going back to play any of the Souls games at this point that are older that don't have that. I wonder if that would uh, impact like the overall gameplay feel. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would be curious to to take a look at that. Uh, is Sekiro in 60? Probably. Right. I mean, it's faster anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Yeah, th- this is... It is... I am liking it, 
but maybe not as much as I thought I would. Uh, and I definitely, like, I, I would say I probably prefer Demon Souls over it. Um, it. It's not a bad game. It's just not exactly what I was expecting. That's cool. Yeah. Justin, I've, I've played two new games this week. Two new? Two new games. Two new. Let's talk about Bloodborne 2, baby. Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. <laughs> Do you know what this is? <laughs> oh, you're, in a, you're in a mood this week, aren't you? I guess you're so. Like, I've just been switching between this and now. that. Uh, it, this is uh, the new game in vamp, the Vampire the Masquerade series, which apparently is a beloved uh, like pen and paper RPG type franchise. Uh, and this Blood Hunt is... <laughs> a battle royale shooter so i don't know how oh okay i don't well, know how go. much like dna they share um another 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 was that battleborn game <laughs> uh yeah about was that that was yeah. the one that came out the same time as overwatch, overwatch but everyone's yeah. like uh <laughs> yeah Overwatch is better <laughs> yep 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 uh blood hunt is fine it is a perfectly adequate free-to-play ps5 battle royale shooter um, but I don't think that it has enough of an identity to really like, I don't know if people who are playing Fortnite and apex and whatever else are going to like dip from playing those games to play this. So it is free to play. It is. And it's, it's, uh, only on PS five and, and okay. PC as well. I think, um, um, do you think that, uh, like how, how do they, uh, if it is free to play, how are they like trying to get money from you? Is it like predatory or is it like pretty good? I mean, you've got the battle pass, which has a bunch of cosmetic stuff and you can just buy cosmetic stuff as well. Um, I didn't, I didn't think it was like super intrusive, although like you open up the menus and there's like seven like i'm not kidding there's like seven tabs <laughs> when you open up the pause menu because you can like customize your guy look at the battle pass see where the season is like all sorts of stuff Go look at like daily ch quests and challenges and and whatever like that um it, it is a lot i don't know if i'm gonna like stick with this i might have to stick with it a little bit for work to write some guides on it but it's not like i don't know i'd be curious to see how big its community is going to be in a month Okay, yeah, yeah. It's not terrible. Like, it's not like... I don't expect that it's going to be completely devoid of anyone playing it. Um, but I, I just don't know if this is, like, the next big thing. Because I, I think it doesn't lean into its its identity as being about vampires enough. Like, there are people strewn across the world where if you suck their blood, you get, like, a buff. So, like, oh. if you... Different, different people will have different things. So it'll be, like, 10% cooldown on your abilities and stuff like that. Um, but like, that's the only vampire part of it. Other than that, it's just like a shooter <laughs> uh, yeah, and you have, so you have some like vampire abilities, but it's not did, um, when did this come out? Uh, Thursday. Oh, okay. So pretty recently. Cause yeah. I'm just looking at some, uh, steam charts numbers on it and it had a peak player of 25,000 at a single time on the last 30 days with its high. So I'm guessing that's probably around launch. Yeah. Um, but back in September of 2021, when this first was um, probably in uh, early access or, or beta or whatever, mm -hmm. um, they had uh, n uh, almost uh, 9,500 people who were uh, playing it, the average number of players. Um, okay. And it, granted, this is the PC specifically, but um, I still feel like PC would be the place where it would probably do well i don't know this is like being marketed as like a playstation exclusive a place a ps5 exclusive uh, in terms of consoles so like i i've i remember seeing this they've, they've had this at a few of those like playstation showcases and stuff like that so um 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's fine. If you kill, if you kill civilians, you get yelled at. It goes oh. like, you're not supposed to kill civilians. It's like, bro, I just, I, I emptied a person of blood. Why is it bad that I'm shooting civilians? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you'd also think that that could be a strategy, right? Like, okay, I don't want any of these buffs. So I'm just going to shoot all the people who are going to be able to give give you like give the enemy buffs. I don't know. Not, not going to return to it. Is there another? It looks like there's a game that came out in 2004, Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines. Yeah, that's like the one of the like old RPG games. So this is in that same kind of genre. It's in the series, yeah. And there's another series. Vampire: The Masquerade game coming out in like June, I think. Like a single player one? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But interesting. It's fine. I think if you like battle royale shooters, check it out. But it's like a third person game. Um, but if not, like, I don't think that this is gonna like sell you on the genre. But it's free, so I don't know. Check it out if it sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, Plain Sight Doc says a Metacritic, a game no one wanted, another battle royale, another deleted game, zero. Yeah. And that's beautiful, isn't it? it, it the users are saying, 18 of them say it's seven, uh, but uh, Plain Sight Doc doesn't work. Thank you, Plain Sight Doc. I also played Switch Sports, Justin. <gasps> you you wrote it weirdly in the in the doc. You want to explain that? Well, our, can you sort of like believe that, I mean, they Nintendo like really went hard on the Wii like name yeah. to the point yeah, where two did. of its consoles were called the Wii. Right, you had Wii and then Wii U. I think it took some Wasn't incredible it the three Wii S, three Wii S. <laughs> I mean, it might as well have been. I think it took some incredible restraint for them not to call it the Switch. You know what I mean? Like S W I I. They're gonna be like, they're gonna think we have a we have an accent. We gotta we can't do that. <laughs> right. Yes. Um. I think they probably someone like suggested that, and it was like, all right, guys, no. <laughs> We know like, this, we, we're this not is too much. That. That's when Reggie's like, you know what, guys, I'm gone. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I played Switch Sports this week. And yeah, that's like Wii Sports. It's kind of <laughs> disappointing because it's only six games and soccer is completely worthless. Um, so it's really only five games. And they're all games you've played before on, you know, it's tennis, it's bowling, it's the weird Chimbara fighting sticks from Wii uh, Sports Resort. Um, but it's like missing, like, I don't know, golf, I think makes sense to be in there. Um, with the two joy cons, like boxing from the original, Wii, like, it seems like you miss that or, or the, the basketball games and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it is exactly that. The cool part about it is you can play it online against people, like against, like regular people so when you're like playing it's not just against like the computer which are like pitifully beaten um so yeah it's fun it feels like it maybe should have been free <laughs> uh, yeah or I'm, I'm assuming i would say i think the it, it seems like the reception like sales reception has been okay i'm yeah. um, just reading through it at this point um i i think uh, maybe eventually they will start packaging it in just to like kind of have that. I mean, remember Wii Sports had Wii, Wii Sports Resorts released later and then yeah. the Wii Sports Club uh, released uh, later. Um, but I'm trying to remember, what were the initial games that came in Wii Sports? So you had baseball, also baseball. missing from this game. Yeah, you had golf, you had boxing, you had tennis, 
Um, definitely those four. Uh, we sports. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, five sports. So, oh, I forgot. Um, bowl, tennis, baseball, bowling, golf, boxing. Those are the five. Okay, got it. Yeah. And so this is six, and it has tennis, bowling, chimbara, badminton, volleyball, and soccer. So technically, there's a whole extra game in this package. A whole extra game, but soccer is not fun. It's yeah. it's just not yeah. interesting or good. Um, yeah, I remember um, with the original Wii Sports, one of the ones I loved was the boxing one. Like that's, great. that's probably fun. the one that broke the most TVs, but also probably like you know made me feel like I was getting a workout, um, you know, yeah. punching things and my friends, not on purpose, but like just through like you know. I know what you boxing. mean. I know what, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be. I'll be interested to see like the the legs on this game. Uh, have you played it in person with someone? So I played it with Elena. Okay. We had fun, but like, it was the kind of thing where we were like, "All right, we played all the games. Yeah, let's do something else." <laughs> and um, then did you play it online? And then yesterday, I moved. I moved the little coffee table I have in front of my TV aside. I put on a headband. Put on the sweatbands on my arms. Some basketball was this like, shorts. Were you expecting to, to to work out, or was it just like your no, your cosplaying? I'm, no, I definitely did not do any of that. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I, oh, moved, right. I moved the table aside. Okay, uh, I, I mean, tied you my probably hair needed up. to put on the workout stuff to move the table. Just yeah, you know. yeah, because I'm yeah. But um, I mean, it's not like I don't think the original Wii Sports was a workout. Uh, this definitely is not. I mean, it's just like not. <laughs> you know, like, your wrists. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, because it's like. You're not doing anything that would like keep your get your heart rate up or keep it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. I'll probably play it a little bit more because it is fun, and especially doing it online against real people is fun. But the thing that kind of is rough is if someone disconnects. No matter, I think like if someone disconnects, like everyone has to stop. <laughs> oh, so like volleyball, you've got four people. So if one of those person people disconnect, you're done. Yeah, that um, seems frustrating. But it is also kind of cool because if you um, you can play online with two people. So like if if me and Elena wanted to play volleyball online against people, oh, yeah. we could do it as a team. Um, same or like bowling. Not that you're a team with bo- bowling, or, or I guess you can be. But like in the game, not that you're a team, but you are playing together. You know. Um, so I know that they said golf is coming somewhere down the line. The ball, um, I heard. Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna like. I don't know if that's I mean, gonna save it necessarily, you know. I mean, what if it's like a really good golf game, like I mean, a mini I, golf game? Okay, see, that's the thing. I would get in if it was mini golf and like really crazy and weird, and they used a bunch of their Nintendo franchises to like do different courses and holes and stuff. But they won't do that. Uh, but if they did, if they did, I would. But they're not yeah. going. Like, there's. I just mean, no they didn't way. do it with Mario Golf. I I doubt they'll do it. With. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Switch sports. People are breaking TVs. Some guy already did it. Uh, and I mean, he, the picture of him, cause I think it happened on a stream. Of course. Yeah. And, um, when it happened, so 63 man is the streamer, uh, <laughs> was doing tennis and just flung the joy con at his TV and he just, and he like fucking destroyed he it. He just went at it. <laughs> like it is, it is not, 
like savable. Um, it, it he he really broke it. So I, th- it goes to show you got to wear those straps. Yeah, strap in. Got to strap, strap in. Strap in, ladies and gentlemen. Use the strap on like you need. To. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I said it. And you know hey, what? I'll hey, stand it's a by Nintendo it. property. They they know what they're doing. Yeah. So he he destroyed it, and it's pretty excellent. Uh, and it happened on stream. <laughs> And he, uh, the, the like reaction image of him sort of standing there. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I, and again, shocked. probably not the only one. Not the only one. Of course one. not. Of course not. Or is it a TV or is it a, it might have been a computer screen. But either way, like. You just give it to a little toddler. I'm sure they'll throw it without even playing the game. You got to have, you got to have the strap. Got to Toddlers have. their little like thingies that just grip on things. The strap. They do. Because they, they don't have the dexterity. So they just like grab with their full fist. Yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. baby idiots. Whatever. Um, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk Sony though. Unless, I mean, uh, Metacritic Roundup, sorry, for Switch Sports. Let's open this guy up here. Uh, as we all know, Switch Sports, is, uh, Metacritic <laughs> is uh, the website, the end-all, be-all, to understand if a video game is good because it gives definitive numbers. Numbers are facts. They cannot be argued with. Or you can't, there's not two ways to look at numbers. Nope, nope. There is no interpretation necessary. Obviously, we are being facetious, but Switch Sports has a 74 on Metacritic with 25 positive reviews, 20 mixed reviews. I think this makes sense. Well, uh, the, if, the users say it's a six, a hard six. So, To be honest with you, I would give it between a six and a seven. And I think a seven would be giving it a lot of credit. Yeah. Um, the fact that it is one more game than was included in the free, free-to-play Wii Sports... And it is like six less games than Wii Sports Resort. Uh, I, I think it is a little light. Yeah, I think user uh, stars fanatic twenty three says it best when he says content lacking. Games don't last long enough to be of any fun other than bowling. Pretty big letdown across the board for this game. Spelled board. B O A R D. Like a board. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. great. Uh, definitely not worth forty dollars. Four out of ten. Stars fanatic twenty three. I probably agree with you. I don't know. Four, four seems harsh because like the games are fun, but they're not. It's just not like a, an experience that I think like, like I just don't think it's even like a great party game. Like it, it probably is, but like, I don't think that like this is going to be the game that people are going to want to play over something like a Jackbox or like a, um, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Among yeah. us. But it's still, maybe, you know, bringing grandma is the only thing she can handle. Like, I'm sure my mom would have fun with this if, if I was like, we're playing Wii Sports, you know. But yeah, so it goes. Let's talk about Sony here. Um, it seems as if Sony has been talking to a handful of developers, studios working on games, saying, hey, if your game is $34 or higher, you must, you, you have to give a two-hour trial of your game. Uh, we this has been sort of going around for a while that this is potentially going to be happening, uh, and now it is um, confirmed that that like game trials will be happening um, thanks to those uh, emails. Yeah, yeah, all that sort of stuff. What do you think? Game trials are good. I, I mean, like that's where I land with it. What do you think? Ah. Uh. The requirements weird. Like from a business perspective, you got two companies that are going to give you, you know, like you can sell your product on. One is going to ask you to give a two-hour demo. The other one's not. Like, what do you mean? Like, if 
Sony does this, that's great. But like for all these games that are out there that are on multiple platforms, why they're doing extra work for a Sony game? Isn't that going to like make people hesitate more to release something on Sony? It's not a demo. It's a it's just a preview. So it's like you get to play the game for two hours. Yeah, I, I, so there's an option to like to also um, have a demo that you make too. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Why so, would you like, do that? I I just wonder like what the long term ramifications of that are going to be. I think it's good for the most part, but there are plenty of like games that you know if they sell for over thirty four dollars that maybe aren't very long games. Um, that they are more like of you know something that you can get a lot out of uh, after demoing it for you know two hours and maybe people will. Yeah, I think like to your point, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe Edition just came out this past week, which I'll probably play. Um, but that game, I mean, it has a lot of stuff in it. I'm sure. I'm, I'm like just remembering the like original game. Like that game had a lot of stuff in it, but at a certain point, two hours is gonna like you're you're going to go, okay, I got it. Yeah. 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 Um, and like from a sales perspective, I I guess it, it it makes sense. Like you don't want like companies to make bad games out of like, and sell you bad games. And it's good. It's a good consumer move to do, but this isn't an industry standard thing. This is a Sony thing. And it's only for people who are paying their premium service. So like, are they paying developers anything like that? Like they're, are they're getting money for selling these trials essentially. Yeah. And then from the, the companies, it's like, you have to do this. Otherwise we can't sell your game. Like, I, I don't know. It just seems like while pro consumer sort of, Sony's not treating it that way because they're not like, first of all, they're putting it behind a paywall. And then like, it's also like for the actual companies, it's something that Sony is requiring only, which probably hurts relationships with companies and Sony. Yeah. um, I think this is a great, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but this feels like a direct response to like cyberpunk being so bad and so tough and, and no one knowing like, Will I be able to play Cyberpunk on my console? <laughs> you know, um, so like, it, like that game had it had these trials, it probably wouldn't have sold very well. But or, or like word of mouth would have been a little bit different about it. Um, but like, I don't know, man. I I, I think like I, I definitely understand what you're saying, um, and you would hope that this is a consumer friendly practice, but because it's not available to all consumers it does like raise the eyebrow about like, so then what's up with this? Like other than you trying to cover your bases so that you don't have to issue a bunch of returns if, if a game is like busted. And it, but it's still only to the people who are on the platinum, the highest tier, right? Of PS I think plus. So, yeah. So I, that's not even like a majority of people who play are the people who would probably benefit the most from this. Sorry from someone who's adding this extra subscription thing. Like, I mean, I get it. I think, I think trials are good. I think that's an important thing, but I think just saying like you get two hours to play a game isn't a, like uh, generally that doesn't work for all games specifically with how certain games are set up. And, um, I think the fact that Sony's hiding it behind a, a paywall still is also something that is really not a consumer friendly thing because they're trying to incentivize you to spend more money on their services. Um, but I I agree. Uh, so speaking of Sony and questionable odd practices here. Um, okay. <laughs> so. Out in the world right now, there are vouchers for PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. Oh, God, I forgot like, about this. <laughs> you remember how you could go into a store and buy one of those? Like, you still can do that. Or, like, they've they've changed 
you can't anymore, but you can still redeem those if you have them. Okay. <laughs> so PlayStation is not going to recognize them all as exactly what they are. So like you can't just like go in and, and redeem them in the way that, that you could in the past. Now there's this weird, weird conversion thing. So like if you bought a one month PS Plus voucher, that will buy you 31 days of PlayStation Plus Essential. Or 20 days of PlayStation Plus Extra. Or 17 days of PlayStation Plus Premium. So basically, they're converting the amount of money you spent to how many days of the service you were getting. But it's, like asinine essentially like it, it, it's so it's so like backwards and and just like it is a sloppy way of transitioning all of this would you agree yeah it hurts uh i saw people like tweeting being like i need to get my finance degree in order to understand this conversion chart and stuff like that and i i, I ultimately they're trying to like be like this is how much it's worth this is how much whatever but like just another thing that's so goddamn confusing um, and like, I, I just don't know why they don't have better marketing people. I mean, this is Sony, not just like, you know, this is a big company. This is a huge company. Um, I mean, this is exactly what you would have expected from them though, based on the amounts of charts you would need to play whatever games and, and figure out upgrade paths and all that sort of stuff. But it's just, it's like mind boggling that it's like, why would you do this? Like for me, it seems like you would get so much like good faith. Uh, and like such a good response if it was like, OK, the cutoff date for redeeming these is this day. But until then, the these will get you whatever you you bought. It, do, do you know what I'm saying? Are you talking about like like people like going out and like stacking memberships in order to like? Uh, yeah, I guess that's the problem. That That's why they wouldn't do that. Uh, well, I just so, I, I just think that this is not the way to do it. But like even like. Sony made a mistake from the beginning, and when they announced these changes, like, in June, this stuff is going to happen, they should have said, we are going to be freezing our, like, pre-purchase thing right now because of that. It, like, right. Like, they, Just and they, cover they the ended up doing that, by the way. Did but, they? like, after the fact. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> They're like, you can't, like, do that, like, conversion and, and pre-stack stuff at this point. We can't, like, transfer that stuff over for now. But, like, they... If they would have just at the beginning being like, all right, right now... This is what we're doing. This is the conversion rates. We're going to pause any of this like stacking of stuff right now so you can't buy a subscription for like the you know like buy like 2 years of something. Um but this is like what we're going to do. Like that is that's a better way about releasing this stuff rather than it just being like oh shit, people are suddenly spending, you know, more so than ever on buying these PlayStation Now subscriptions so they can game the system and only have to pay half price for a service later. Yeah. Like, they should have, like, called that ahead of time and know that that's what people would have done and, like, from the beginning communicated, we're pausing these subscriptions, we're doing these things, or just say, this is what we're releasing now and this is what we're doing and from now on when you purchase something. Like, there's a lot of a lot of issues here with with just how they're they're going about this this rollout, which makes it way too confusing again like just make it simple sony having three subscription tiers to this is even stupid and goofy right and and the fact that it's just like you have to do math to figure right. out what this is 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 uh, it feels just so backwards and and weird um 
And, and it just, it feels like Sony is like not mad at you, but like not satisfied with you being a customer of theirs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, eh, we want, we want you to spend more money in order to get these things rather than we want you to be happy as customers. Right. It, it's, it's like, hey, you got to pay us what we're due. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to fuck with us. We're Sony. <laughs> right. And it's like, you got like, you're fine. <laughs> Like, like, of course, like, you know, people will pay for these subscri- subscription services, but like you have to iron out the growing pains of this a little bit first before making it a whole, the whole thing. So, well, and it, yeah. you, you go back to as, as recently as what Microsoft, when they went from gold to saying uh, games with like gold or Microsoft uh, Xbox Live is, mm-hmm. is gone. People had backlash and like, just kidding. Yeah. And, and they listened and they said, you know what? Okay, you're right. Let's we're going to do it like this. Right. So like this is like that sort like didn't sony see the people are very possessive about stuff even if they're not benefiting from it and they could have like used that to market a better plan about how to unveil this yeah i mean yeah (laughs) yes uh justin what you're saying to me makes sense like they could have simply just been like if you have ps now it's going to turn into ps plus and for an extra ten dollars you're going to get all these other features right make make it a deal right make it make it a deal for customers who have been faithful and and you know stuck with sony over the years and and reward those people by just saying you know what you know you're already paying for a year of it for an extra twenty dollars for you just make for it you easy. for you just yes make it easy just make it easy but uh they want their eight dollars i guess yeah, they are they are literally like pinching pennies at over at sony apparently yeah so there you go um let's talk about square enix for a minute here yuji naka father of sonic the hedgehog many call him uh, at least i do Who's the um, mother? We never talk about the mother. We I want to know like what mixed with Yuji Naka created Sonic. I'm trying to pull any sort of Sonic characters. What's uh it, like? Maybe it's like one of the 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 Navi from uh, Avatar. Sure, which is why Sonic's blue. Yeah, it's the only thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yuji Naka likes to go fast. He does. So so I mean, that's what Sonic gets from Yuji Naka in the blue from the, from the, the Navi. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Love it, love it. He tweeted this. Um, so recently, if you're not familiar, he uh, directed a game called Balan Wonderworld, which was like one of the year's worst reviewed games from last year. Uh, it, it is a pretty bafflingly bad game, like to be yeah. completely honest. I've not played it, but for everything I've seen about I it, I played the like, demo and like, oh, you the did. Gameplay yes. ma- the gameplay mechanics are bad, but like that's not even why the game is just bad. Like the everything is bad. The package of it is all bad, too. Like it's just not it, it's like a two out of ten. Jeez. And the only reason it's not a zero out of ten is because it's a game. <laughs> you can complete it, right? Like that, you can play it. Like it does, phys- like technically work. But um, so he tweeted this, and and this is uh, I, I'm reading this. This is translated by Google. This is not like the best translation. But he tweeted approximately half a year before the launch of Balan Wonderworld, a business order was issued. Uh, a business order was issued to be removed from director of Bound Wonderworld. So I filed a lawsuit against Square Enix in court. I would like to talk about the fact that the trial is over and the business order is no longer in effect at this time. So basically he's not under NDA anymore. So he, he can discuss this and he has this really long thread going over exactly what happened with all of that. Uh, and his big takeaway from this is uh, he says this. I think Square Enix and Arzest are companies that do not care about games and game fans, which is tough because 
from what I've from the way Square Enix has been presenting itself recently, it sort of feels that way. Do you know what? Would you agree? What do you think about that? So, and just to to make it clear, Yuji Naka is talking about like they don't care because they released a game that was shitty and they knew it was shitty, and they just released it. Uh, let me see if there's any better context I can find here. Um, while I'm looking for that, what like? Yeah, I think Square Enix is a business. They are looking at the money thing, and I think. Like, separate from the Yuji Naka stuff, I think they are much more, like, just like Sony, they are pinching their pennies and making sure they get the most profit, and they don't want to do something that's going to lose the money. Um, again, I'm not sure what their financial situation is, if they're super profitable as a company or not. However, I do feel like it seems like they care more about business than games. Like, they I, release a good game and they're yes. unhappy with it. Like, dude, I mean... <laughs> that's That's what I mean. Like, you know, they release Guardians of the Galaxy, which... Great game. Had a lot of fun with that. And they're like, this was very disappointing to us. And it's like, well, what do you want? Like, yeah, well, yeah, come on. It, it is tough when, when there is that intersection of art and and finance, right? Of course. Um, you want your game to sell well and you want your game to sell really well. Uh, but you also have to be able to set like reasonable expectations and understand like what your game is um is is about. So Yuji Naka goes in to say this. Um, I think Square Enix is not taking good care of their game fans as retweeting, liking, etc. were also banned on a social networking sites. Um, there were so many comments and nice illustrations of Balan Wonderworld, and I'm very sorry I could not do anything about it. So basically, like they said, you can't interact with with your communities and stuff. Uh, and he does apologize. He says, "I'm really sorry to the customers who bought my unfinished Balan Wonderworld. Um, I will be responding to those who tagged." Uh, or mentions me on SNS in the future. I don't know what that is. Um, it, yeah, he basically says like the game wasn't finished, and so it just had to happen. Um, so, so here's a situation where like I'm gonna try to I'm gonna mansplain this for everyone. It seems right like Sega looked at uh, Square Enix looked at Ball and Wonderworld. They saw it was a terrible game. <laughs> They're like. Uh, Yuji Naka, this game is horrible. You're fired. We're you're, you're we're not going to pay you to make this game anymore. Is that they removed him as creative director from it? And then the Yuji Naka starts suing Sega over it. Uh, Sega, sorry, Square. And I keep saying Sega because I'm associating Sonic. Sonic yeah. Uh, they uh, then he sues square enix because it's like you took me off this game you took me away from this property that i was working on i can't finish this game i started blah, blah, blah. who knows where that lawsuit yeah. rev- uh, resolved or how it did but then like square enix is like well we have this game is kind of done but it's just not good we're gonna release it anyway we have the rights to this we own it and, and they released you, you, the, you put the money and time into it like right so they released the garbage just to get something from it rather than putting the millions of dollars billions of dollars that would be required to make this a playable fun game yeah and then Yuji Naka's mad about that because it's like, well, the game wasn't done. You released it. So this makes me look bad because you released my unfinished, undone game. Um, but like, I think the part of the problem is that this game was bad from concept to execution. It's not like, like they, they always say like video game develop, like in development, sometimes the game doesn't come together to the last bit of development. Yeah. Um, God of War 2018, like famously was like, yeah, the game just wasn't working. And then all of a sudden like things clicked at them and they all came together to be awesome at the very last minute. But, like, you could look at a game like God of War and be like, well, there's a lot good here that it could work. 
you look at Ball and Wonderworld, and again, everything about that game is just bad from what it looks to the concept to everything about it. The, the design philosophies of the game are bad. That's not a come together in six months type of situation. That's like they would have like had to redesign a lot of it to make it better. Well, I don't know. I, I, I think it's tough to say because it, because of that point of like things click together, right? Like what it, like I, I don't know as someone who has not played the game, I can't necessarily speak specifically about like a lot of it. Of, like, I couldn't speak specifically about like, here's one, one thing that could make this game better. But he talks here in the thread where he talks about Sonic two weeks before the, the final release, they changed it so that if you had a single ring, you wouldn't die. So like basically you could have died with a single ring. And then they were like, well, why not just make it so that you could have one? And he, he says, we are still trying to make the game better until the last minute um, uh, until the last minute, and I think everyone around the world is still enjoying the game today. And like, I, I don't know, I don't know if this game would have been able to be fixed in that time. But I think it is on Square Enix for not being able to believe in in him and in that team to make it work. You know, so like, I do agree with you, and I know what you mean about like, yo, I don't know if you know another six months would have made this <laughs> like a great game. But I think that not letting it like not letting I, it it happen like uh, put, put it in a bad spot i i agree with that but i also think like the company like doesn't have to keep funding a game that it doesn't believe in anymore like i don't that, think that it was true. like beholden to keep doing that if they're looking at this game and it's like this game needs at least another year and we can't afford to spend or we don't the investment isn't going to be worth the ultimate like release thing. And I still like a game like Sonic was still a clean game. They were working on balancing issues and things work like, you know, games constantly are working on fixing balancing issues, even after they go gold and after they're released with patches and stuff. But I still don't feel like Ball and Wonderworld's issues were just the balancing. It was, it's a game that looked rough, could have probably used a couple more years of development. And Square Enix was like, we're not going to pay this. Yeah, that, that's my uh, yeah. mansplain read of it. But like, I and I do I do know what you mean. But you also have to take a look at Square Enix and what they will believe in. So like, here's a list. Someone in the comments has this. Here is <laughs> here are the games that Square Enix thinks failed to meet expectations. Outriders, Marvel's Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Tomb Raider 2013 and 2018, Hitman, Sleeping Dogs, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, Marvel's Avengers, Neo Tuwe, and Just Cause 4, and we are counting down the minutes until they say Babylon's fall is a horrible failure. Like, I, I mean, pretty much every one of those games I think is awesome, <laughs> you know, or, or, or at least like has value to it. So uh, like, I, I think his claim that like Square Enix doesn't care about, you know, game makers and, and it's fans. Like, I, I think that's potentially not completely unfounded as like, they seem to not really understand. Like, I, I don't know what their metric is for understanding if, if you know what meets expectations. I imagine just sales, but like, I, I think it's tough. Oh yeah, yeah, and I, I think part of this too. I don't know. Like again, with the things in translation too. Like this might not just be him saying like th they were unfair to my game because of this. It's kind of more critique about Square in general and like what he's gone through. Yeah, like I'm sure like if a company comes in and is like basically taking your IP away from you. Um, just because of the way things were like that is not like <laughs> like that's bad um, and like square like they didn't have to release this game too. like they could have right. just 
they could have just not done that. Had it gone, disappear. Um, but yeah, I I I definitely agree with the sentiment that they don't care about. Um, they care more about sales than anything else in video games. Yes, but I still think they identified this as being a bad game from the beginning. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, other Square Enix news: People are saying release the Naka cut, and I don't think that's going to make Fallen Wonder World better. But who knows? Uh, <laughs> other Square news: Final Fantasy 16 producer uh, Naoki Yoshida says that the game is at the end of its development. Uh, in an interview, he basically said, um, "Development of the latest Final Fantasy title, Final Fantasy 16, is in its final stages." Uh, Justin, if this game comes out this year, you got to eat a shoe, man. I, I, it'll be a good, it'll be a crock probably. Cause I think those are yeah, edible. You'll probably get that um, down. Yeah. Yeah. I got to boil it first, but, uh, it's all limp. I, it's, <laughs> it's all limp. <laughs> <and> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like slimy. Wouldn't it worry you that a game that we, that keeps having updates pushed back and we haven't, the, the last thing I remember seeing in this game, it looked like, I don't know, to me it didn't look like it was running great. It looked like a cutscene. Well, that's what it was. I mean, it was just a, a pre-rendered right. thing at like a PS5 launch. So thing. with like not much more than that going that this game is going to release this year. And I believe they talk about like how COVID-19 has impacted the reason why we haven't seen more of it. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> so it impacted just you releasing trailers and the game's still fine? I hope. Well, okay, I got a question Again, I don't you. want a game to fail, but, like, to no, me, this no. doesn't, like, I don't... Near completion can mean a lot of things. Um, maybe they need that six months of polishing yet. Um. Well, like, I guess I am curious about, like... Okay. Um, you're a company, and you are saying, like, okay, we're behind because of COVID and because of, you know, whatever. Just the fact that games, you know, get behind and all that sort of stuff. What's going to be a better use of our time? Making a trailer or just working on the game? I don't know if that's what's happening. I don't know if that's the conversation that happened for this game, but I'm speaking just in a general broad sense, right? I I don't think it's the end of the world that we haven't seen anything about it. Same thing with like Starfield, right? Like that's coming this year, apparently, although we, uh, there's the announcement that we are going to be getting that Bethesda showcase in in a little bit here. Um, But like in, in like June, but like, I trust them to make good Final Fantasy games because their last releases have been pretty great. I mean, Final Fantasy 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15 have all been kind of bangers. I mean, 13 people didn't love, but like, it's not, it's not as bad, I think, as, as many people think. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it is odd that we haven't seen it, but. I mean, he also, I, I mean, he also I, claimed I in 2021 I, that they were putting the finishing touches on it. <laughs> so I hope who it knows? comes out. I hope it's good. I would like that. I, I still, I guess my my thing about it is I don't know if I see it coming out this year. Um, sure. Like, I think a lot would have to happen in the next six months for that to be something that's realistic. And, and I, I think they're, I don't know, I, would it be a game they, they release the end of December? I, I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. But uh, I, they can't mess up Final Fantasy. Like, this goes back to like the Halo thing. You don't want to release another Final Fantasy game that just comes out to like be like okay, right? Like you want to keep this like your premiere series. Um, yeah. So 
they'll release it when it's ready. I just don't know if it seems like it's ready to me at this point, having seen that one trailer and that's it. I mean, you're not wrong, like, at all. <laughs> like, I think it has been a trailer and then, like, complete radio silence other than, than them being like, we're going to give you updates. And it's yeah, like, they keep when. delaying the updates. Yeah, they're but like, not we, will, delaying we are going to give you updates. Don't worry. You're going to get updated. And it's like, okay, well, what's the update? And they're like, coming next Our month. update yes. will come back. Yeah. Our next yes. update about our update will be. Yes, one- exactly. Exactly. So who knows? We'll see it eventually. I don't know. Um, Overwatch 2 had a closed beta, or I mean, open, like you could sign up for it, um, is what I'm trying to say. And a lot of people tuned in to play. Um, and a lot of people were watching it on Twitch and, and all that. So uh, the Overwatch Twitter account at Play Overwatch tweeted, um, together we reached over 1.5 concurrent views, the highest day ever for Overwatch on Twitch. Let's go. So people are interested in Overwatch 2. I'm interested in Overwatch 2. The whole Activision Blizzard thing is still doesn't sit right with me, but I mean, like, I love the first Overwatch, so I'm you know interested in Overwatch too. Um, but from what I've seen, it looks like <laughs> looks like Overwatch one, but with one less teammate. <laughs> I, so from from what I've been reading, so it's five v five now. Yeah, one tank, which sucks for me because I'm a tank for life. But I sure. guess no one wanted to play tanks ever, which is why I picked them to begin with. Uh, then uh, two attackers and two healers. Yep. Um, and people have been saying that it makes combat quicker. It makes a lot of the battle, like a lot more offensive based, attacking based, skill based, rather than it kind of being like, all right, we got to wait here behind this person. And oh, if they have this person, you got to watch, you know, like not that the strategy is going, I think it makes the game faster because I think high level play will still have strategy. If you have three players, right. It doesn't matter how many of them are, there are. Right. Um, but I think one of the things that kills overwatch is that, how accessible is it for noobs nowadays? Not. I mean, right. it's not. I mean, as someone who put a lot of time into the original one, like jumping back into that, the first game now is is kind of impossible because of the amount of new characters and, and right. stuff they added to it. And like the strategy that people like use and like how like. Yes, I know. would say it's not accessible to new newcomers really at all. So they need they need to have this this reset to bring in new people, I think, at yeah. some point, you know, just to like even do that. And um, if the game is a quicker game and more action focused shooting, clicking the thing based game, maybe that will help it to get the more casual fans into it yeah. or at least the new people. And I don't want to use noobs as derogatory. I want to use noobs as like people who haven't been playing the game before. Yeah, you know, right. First time customers. And this game is so, still super popular. Um and maybe it's one of those things where it's more of uh, the 4.0 update rather than it being like technically Overwatch 2, but that 4.0 update. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I know what you mean, but it, it's sort of like, well, okay, if this is going to be Overwatch 1.5, 4.0 update, what have you guys been doing? <laughs> like, uh, there was a PvE se- mode coming out, right? Yes, and that is the thing that people are really curious about and that's the thing i'm kind of most curious about um but yeah i I don't know like it's it's just like it's odd because it seems like a lot of the maps that they're doing are the same maps from before like i was watching clips of overwatch 2 like the overwatch 2 beta and i was like oh i I think i'm watching 
Overwatch one? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. And that's I don't know, maybe not a good thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, visually, it doesn't look much different to me personally. Like some different models and stuff like that. I mean, they're the same basically. But I'm talking about like even like the maps. Like the maps are the same. Or it'll be like, oh, this is a map that used to be nighttime. Now it's the daytime. But it's the, like an unchanged, completely the same map. You know. Yeah, I think. Um... I don't know, it's interesting. People seem to be talking about this more. Obviously, having 1.5 million uh, viewers is a high number. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> like any, uh, Think of how many games would love to have that many concurrent viewers in play. Babylon's right? like, Fall. Oh, just, <laughs> they, would, they would do a uh, 100th uh, uh, of that, a 1,000th of that. You yes. Know? Give them 20. Yeah. Um, but uh, part of the reason is that, the, did you hear how they were passing out uh, codes to the early access, the beta? No, how are they doing it? So it was one of the ways to do it uh, was to watch certain Twitch streams uh, for four hours. And if you watch oh, them for it. four hours, they would, Blizzard would send you a, a code to that, which is interesting. You know, I think, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are just doing it to like, you know, watch it, but like getting that engagement and excitement around it um, just again shows you the potential of what Overwatch can do. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming it'll come out, people will be talking about it again, but will it have the legs of a Fortnite, an Apex, uh, any of these other like big free to play games? Hard to say. We're going to see. And it's not I, even free to play. No. No, so. I, I think I think the whole thing is like it really depends on how much how fresh it makes that game feel, because if it just feels like some more Overwatch, I think it will have, you know, the initial uh, burst of popularity when it comes out and then p- die pretty quickly afterwards as people are like, oh, this is the same. But I guess we don't have to worry about that until I think 2023, um, which yeah. let me tell you, I am just worried. I am just like I have my uh, my worry my worried dolls that I talk to every night, and I, I tell them about, uh, is Overwatch 2 going to be good? And they, they just stare at me with their blank looks. Justin, I mean, the the listeners can't see you the way I see you, because uh, like I'm like literally looking at you. Yeah. You're shaking right now. Yeah, I'm uh, just... Uh, yeah, I, 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 let's... Here, we'll, we can move on. Let's talk about uh, movies, video game movies. <laughs> Last night, I rewatched the Uncharted movie with my mom. <laughs> Because. Oh, wow. <laughs> Twice. That's okay. How'd but, that go? Like, it's a fun movie. I think it's better than the games. Like, that's my take. She liked it because she likes National Treasure and Indiana Jones. And I like it because I like National Treasure and Indiana Jones. Like, it's a fun one of those. I forgot if we talked about this on the podcast before. Did you watch the movie Sahara with Matthew McConaughey? Uh, no, I think you did bring it up, though. It's like yeah, one of those, watch, right? You, should, you and your mom should watch that one. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, I watched it with her. Yeah. Uh, cause it, it, you know, it came out on like home, not home video. Like <laughs> <laughs> we went to the, the blockbuster, we went to the got block, a VHS, went to the family video. No, it's, you know, like on Amazon and, and whatever. Um, it was good, but video game movies, uh, have sort of been, I don't know if it's, I'm just paying attention more or if more of them are coming out recently. Um, but Nintendo of America tweeted this. I was like, okay, here they tweeted this. This is Miyamoto. After consulting with Chris San, my partner at Illumination, on the Super Mario Bros. film, we decided to move the, glo- the global release to spring 2023, April 28th in Japan, and April 7th in North America. My deepest apologies, but I promise it will be well worth the wait. With the way it started of This Is Miyamoto, I thought something happened. Like, I, like, I thought something was wrong. <laughs> like, Miyamoto took over Nintendo. Like, he's like, you know what? Or, you put or, me in a backseat role. I'm th- about to I thought someone teach died. you all lessons. I don't oh. mean to, like... Like, just like, this is Miyamoto, here's what's going on. Like, I, I thought something was happening. I also felt like the the tweet needed to end with, just a reminder, this is Miyamoto. <laughs> like, I wanted to see that, like... 
And <laughs> Start with this is Miyamoto and then end like dash Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Super Mario movie has been delayed for, I mean, like it's like a year from right now, basically, uh, which I guess is f- like, it's fine. Like, I don't know if anyone was like really itching to go see that um, I it today. Right. But like, uh, <laughs> do you think it was because of Sonic? No. You'd think they saw, I saw a tweet where it was like, they delayed it because they realized that they also had a scene where Mario and Luigi had a dance battle to Uptown Funk, and they're like, shit, all right. Um, well, I did hear some, I've been you know, trying to get some rumors about it, and yeah. one of the rumors that there would be singing and dancing numbers in it. That makes sense. It, I mean, I, it's an animated movie with right, fun little he, characters. You've got Jack Black, like, yeah, of course yeah. he would have a metal, like, you know, it's Bowser. He gets a metal a metal number, you know, but... Um, they also said that Mario and Luigi are going to have Brooklyn accents, which... Oh. <laughs> we don't need that. I think this is a mistake. Miyamoto, <laughs> get back on the phone. We don't need... I think this is This not... is Miyamoto. It's not a mistake. Trust me. It's going to be great. <laughs> he says, I this promise it'll be well Miyamoto. worth the wait. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's... Okay, we've got some lists. We got a list in front of us. This is from thenumbers.com. This is like a box office type <laughs> yes. of uh yes, yes. um how do you say? They like collect info on on box offices and stuff. And so when you take a look at video game movies, the uh, you're pro- you're looking at this right now so I can't like yes. quiz you. Okay, well so never mind. Uh, I was oh, going to say yeah. what do you think is number <laughs> 1? Uh it is uh the 2016 Warcraft movie uh which Classic makes movie. sense because it didn't make a lot here but it made a lot of money um i i think in asia yeah they they were shocked that this movie didn't like like this movie didn't do better than lord of the rings in america because they're like this is like what lord of the rings has nothing no i don't know i was like like, (laughs) oh um yeah so so there was that and then so here i'm just gonna read you the top five here uh so number one is the 2016 warcraft movie number two is pokemon detective pikachu number three is rampage that's the rock one um i think that's surprising (laughs) that's number three number four is uncharted uh you know i i I contributed like 18 of those dollars yeah yeah um and then number five is the angry birds movie uh you know i'll just hit you with the top 10 number six Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, featuring oh. Jake Gyllenhaal. Well cast. Um, I remember that fondly. I only saw it the one time when I was a kid. Um, whatever. Number seven, Resident Evil, the final chapter. That's the the last one with, uh, what's her name? Uh, something Vich. Djokovic. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Battleship with Rihanna. Number nine, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Number 10, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And I think Sonic okay. the Hedgehog 2 is poised to keep going up, right? So to to I just to be clear, um, this is for based on game movies, because Battleship Oh, it's is, not a video game, is, like is a, it? It's, it's a board, a board game. game yeah. But like just just so the viewer's not screaming out right now, but um just the fact that uh, Battleship did better than Mortal Kombat should be eye opening for you. <laughs> yeah. That I can't imagine that was a good movie. Uh, but yeah, so Sonic is number 10. The movie is still out. It's been out for how many weeks at this point? Five, Two, maybe? Oh, okay. That's a lot. Um, but as of now, it is the top grossing video game movie in the U.S. Maybe Of three. all time. Of all time. Yeah, you're right. Well, wait, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's oh. impressive. How many weeks? 
like three or four. You're, you're yeah, right so about it. With, it's still going to probably go up higher. I don't know if it's going to, you know, get up to, um, you know, the $400,000 territory and pass Uncharted, but that's still pretty impressive. And it's pretty impressive that it's as successful as it is uh, in the domestic box office. Um, in fact, far outdoing the uh, international box office. Maybe this is a sign that uh, the uh, international community has bad taste in video game movies. Um, I think that part of it is because it doesn't have a huge star attached to it. Sonic I, isn't a big star. Well, I mean, like, like you don't have a huge act name, big name actor. Like Jim Carrey, obviously, is a huge name, but like, I don't know if Jim Carrey is like huge overseas. James that, Marsden, he's not big. Like Cyclops, I guess, or his, <laughs> I <know>. his uh, <laughs> hop. Um, he was in Jean Encha- Ralphio, en- Enchanted as well. Uh, right, like, like I don't know how big is Ben Schwartz. Let's get him on the podcast. He's no one's ever oh asked him about God, this movie. Be, yeah, oh, we'd have a great time. We would. He's yeah. invited. Anytime. Open invitation. Uh, we're not begging, uh, but like we're but here. But like you know, it's open. You want to yeah. you want to hop on talk about video games, Ben Schwartz. Yeah. And hey, and before this, want. we were talking about our net worth. Guess what? We could probably throw together a couple pennies for you. We probably could. You want to talk about I don't know Ducktales? You want to talk about Parks and Rec? Anything? Anything. You want? You just want to have the podcast? Is yours? Okay. Yeah. You, you want to just talk? be on it we'll, permanent permanently? Is yours? All right. Um. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Um. I think it's interesting that like the highest grossing ones are all from, I mean, the past 10 years, except for Prince of Persia. Persia. Yeah. yeah. Um, But that had, I mean, Prince of Persia did not do great domestically, but across overseas, it it did pretty well. Um, Same with like Resident Evil, um, the final chapter. Uh, Let's see. Where's Resident Evil? Welcome to Raccoon City on here. Not it's not on this list. <laughs> it made eight dollars. Um, y- yeah, I, w- House of the Dead. I forgot that they did a movie for that. Um, Alone in the Dark. Oh yeah. Oh Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, did you know that there's a 2021 game called The Werewolf Within? Yes, this is um, a Ubisoft game. It is like a VR hidden role game. But there's a movie of it. Yes, there is. Starring, uh, what's his name from? I think you should leave in Detroiters. I think. I'm Sam Richardson. I'm fascinated with this. I actually have not heard like bad things about this. He's a, he's a very funny actor. Yeah, Sam yeah, Richardson. Huh. Comedy, suspense, and horror. Well, okay, all right. Well. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person, but <laughs> um, werewolves within. Yeah, that was is it based on. A, is it based on the video game? Based on Why the U- it's getting so high. It's a Ubisoft game that is. Um, it's like like I said, it's like a hidden role game, and it's not like a it's not a huge game. Um, they showed off a trailer for this at the Ubisoft presentation to E3. Mm. So like, good luck remembering that. It, it did happen, you know. Well, I can't wait till Sony owns this in a few, um, <laughs> okay. in a few weeks. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're saving up for. Maybe that's why they're like, yo, we need, you can only have 17 days to buy this thing. <laughs> we're saving up to buy uh, whatever his name is, uh, Ubisoft. Um, so where do you think the Mario movie is going to land in this? You think it's going to break the top 10? Yeah, I would say it, w- it will do competitive, like it will compete with, um, 
uh, what's that game? Uh, Angry Birds in that in that kind of range thing. Because I think if it is done in an animated style like that, I yeah. think it will draw people to the theaters. Um, I unfortunately it's not coming out during the holidays. I think that would have been a, a prime time for it to yeah, come out. But I agree. Um, yeah, I think I think people will go and see that, and I don't. I'll see it probably. Like that'll be I'll something. See it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I I'm more it. interested in seeing that than Sonic, and I know, and I know Sonic is a good movie. Here's here's the thing about the Mario movie. I need to know, like Sonic, like is the kind of thing where like yeah okay like that yeah. that'll like I get what kind of movie that is, and you know obviously it's different once we will have a trailer of the Mario movie, but with the Mario movie it's like yo what is this gonna be what like what it what is this movie's whole deal hey, it's me mario yeah is that gonna, it's i'm here in the happen? brooklyn watching the dodges and then you've got fucking charlie day being wait like, no yeah, that's man. <laughs> dodgers are from la but oh god i, I think what isn't uh, oh dodger is that did they used to be the brooklyn dodgers why would i say that new york yankees man okay well, brooklyn dodgers I mean, I'm going to see if this is... Yeah, it used to be a baseball team. Okay, I'm not crazy. Are you and sure? they moved to LA. Yeah, it was a major league baseball team, active primarily in the National League. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. You're... So... I stand corrected. Yeah, I'm so, such a Brooklyner. I remember the... Do- I'm still a Dodgers you remem- fan. Yeah, you remember when they moved out. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I can't... Do that. This accent is nothing for me. I, 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 I'm sorry if anyone's like, well, actually, you're doing a northern uh, Brooklyn accent. You're actually not doing the uh, it's generalized... From the Bronx. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so um, you're yeah. not doing it correctly. Yeah. Sorry, New Yorkers. They get mad. Hey. Hey, hey they get not, mad, we're, man. Hey, we're not we're not trying to start anything. New Yorkers will fuck you up. Like <laughs> I, I, I apologize. I uh <laughs> like the, this is all in fun. We we're, make, we're making little goofs and gaffes. Uh do you think it'll beat Sonic 2? Mario movie? Yeah, I think so. Um cuz I, I would hope by then like people are unafraid of um theaters and going out at that point there's not even a doubt in people's minds right now for people to do that and i think mario is a bigger property than sonic that's the thing i'm not saying that to be like you know throw shade over at sonic but like it's true universal appeared there's a a freaking amusement park dedicated to mario right it's true like mario is just much more of an international figure than than sonic and sonic is big so i think if that just based on that um i i think it could do well now if the movie is terrible that's the thing. What if the movie is okay? Illumination, Minion movie. Have you seen the Minion movie? I kind of love it, man. I have. Of course you do. Course I know. <laughs> I'll say it's not terrible. Yeah. I. It's just not great. Like, yeah, like yeah, it, I wouldn't sit here and be like, it's, it's like it's stupid. Yes. It's goofy. No one's going to bat for the Minion movie, but it, it's not a bad movie. It's just like. Wait, how many times have you seen it? Once. What? Okay. Do you think I'm a crazy person? Well, that's the question <laughs> I was about to say, but like, but I don't know. If I anyone about would eternal ever... playthroughs again. Like, I'm not going to play the Minion movie twice. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, like, that's the thing. I was like, I was worried that I was about to be like, no one would ever see it multiple times, and he would be like, dude, I, oh God, I actually show it to my freshman every year. Uh, if yeah. they do well. You know? Um, no. So, so like, I, like the Minion movie is not a terrible movie, but I, I'm curious what they're going to do with like mario because you, uh, you are right about it about mario being bigger than sonic like 
He just is. And he's been a consistent brand for a long time. Sonic has been around for fucking ever, obviously. But, like, I think the general population of the world's interest in Sonic has had its ups and downs. I think we're on an up thanks to these movies. But, like, Mario has been consistently popular since yeah. he was so, made. The Minions movie is not a great movie. The Minions movie was made because people love the Minions from Despicable Me. And they're yes. like, you know what? We're just going to cash off on this. We're going to, you know, find a way. Um, I just looked at the box office. Guess how much money the Minions movie made in the box office? Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say total or is this? Yeah. OK, total. I'm going to say three hundred thousand dollars. One point one five billion dollars, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Okay, the Mario the movie, movie is going made to make a $1.15 billion. So, <laughs> the Minions okay. are a big popular brand by the way. They are. Who doesn't like those bananas in in, Banana. in uh, suspenders? So, yeah. like w- with that, <laughs> I'm going to say Mario's going to make a shit ton of money. <laughs> that's actually pretty fair. Um cuz I-, I think they talked about this on Giant Bomb this past week, like the thought at Nintendo is like, yo, we're not going to get outdone by fucking Sonic. We killed Sonic. <laughs> we put Sonic in the ground, right? Like, I bet they weren't even making this movie, and then Sonic One came out, and people they were like, you know, fuck this. We can't. They're, they're like, we gotta, we gotta kill that movie franchise, right? Like, yeah, one point five, one point five billion, one point one five. Okay, so I mean, that's still a lot that's of money. Still a billion. <laughs> that is still over two times what the highest grossing game movie is. <laughs> wow, you're right. That's gonna happen. Right, I would think so, and and I think it'll be it'll I think it's easier to sell this movie to kids than Sonic movie is. And I think yeah. kids still like the Sonic movie, but like it's animated. What could possibly go wrong? Is it fully animated? Yeah, because it's a little Mario movie. It, I mean, though, seeing Although, Chris Pratt dress up like Mario <laughs> and right. like all the characters, uh, Keegan Mike and Key be a you know, Toad hat <laughs> toad. like. <laughs> This is not in the contract, guys. <laughs> I'm not one to really watch like reaction videos of things, like because I just don't really care about people being like, "Oh, I." One of my secret pleasures is watching reaction, like stream reactions to the Mario movie, as people just lose their shit. There's one Dan Reichert, uh, his reaction to that is pretty excellent. Um, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think based on that information, yes, I think Mario is probably going to beat this. I, I like. I was curious. I was thinking, like, well, what else could probably do that? And I was like, oh, Pokemon might. But I think Pokemon's in a weird spot where, like, it is obviously extremely popular. Um, but Detective Pikachu, because it m- did the sort of mixed thing, and it was not like part of the Pokemon canon of like, uh, like Ash and, and crew. Like, I, I don't. I think that it might be working against it a little bit. But then you look at, I mean, movies, the amount of money that movies make have changed very much since Pokemon, the first movie came out in 1999. Uh, but that's number 17 on the list. And it's the second highest grossing Pokemon movie. Uh, although I, I'm curious how many of those got theater re- releases. Yeah, actually. I mean, I, I would, think the first few did. I, it wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. So but, I, but even then, like they probably didn't release them in the movies because it wouldn't have made that much money. Right. Um, Because, you know, right or wrong, I, I don't think cartoons draw on adults as much as it would children. And no. you need to drive children to movie theaters. And I don't think a Pokemon movie is that universal movie that parents also love to take their kids to. That's the thing. Like I would. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. 
I, but the I Warcraft agree. movie, I'm taking my, my kids there when they I'm were taking everyone I know there. Yeah, everyone I know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm going to be interested to see how, what happens with the Mario movie. I'm also curious to see like where um, the rest of these these flicks sort of end up, uh, specifically Sonic 2 and Uncharted. I think it could overtake Rampage, um, de- depending on how like because uh, it came out in February. So I'm curious to see if it if it could take if those um, video sales, you know, like DV, uh, streaming. Well, sales that doesn't go to added. box office. It so doesn't. This is strictly, that's just yeah, this is strictly just box office at yeah, this okay. point. So then it probably um, won't. But yeah, especially with it being like released, released now. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's not doing too hot anymore. Um, like, yeah, it's barely making a million. It's not even making a million anymore in a week. Yeah, okay. So then then there you go. But Yeah. Well, hey, thank you uh, so much for listening to our podcast. Every minute of your time that you give us is truly truly appreciated by us. Um if you wouldn't mind giving us a follow on Twitter at hitboxpod, you can tweet about your thoughts about the episode, uh whether that's Switch Sports, Returnal, Overwatch 2, Balan Wonderworld and Yuji Naka, the whole thing. Um, we want to hear about it. Uh, or you can tweet at us, send us a DM, or send us an email at hitboxofficialpodcast at gmail.com. While you're while you're looking at your while you're looking at your um, podcast player, whatever platform you've got there, uh, go ahead and give us a review. Leave us five stars. That would mean a lot for us, and it would help us get noticed on the the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever else charts that would help a lot justin am i forgetting anything you got anything to add here um i you know i uh i i really need a video game to play on the switch and i can't think of one right now so if anyone has an idea for that throw my way switch sports man like but like that's like i gotta stand up and do (laughs) that i want to like play something like you know watching a tv show Yes, I no, I agree. <laughs> so throw your suggestions. Just take them, write them on a piece of paper, throw them in my general direction. Yes. Um, and I will uh, I will hopefully play one of them. Dude, Kirby. Actually, Kirby. Yeah, it's 60 bucks. Though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. For a game that I'm just going to be like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that is fair. That is perfectly fair. If only I had a two-hour demo that I could play of it. <laughs> Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Always remember, old games are old. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye. I'll stop recording. <laughs>